0: Alright folks, gather round. It was important for my 100th episode to create a video about something that was timely, important, and so powerful that it has the potential to upend our society. So, let me start by setting the stage for you. You're scrolling through your social media feed, when suddenly you stumble on a picture of Taylor Swift doing something that's not very Taylor-like. You're shocked, dismayed, sad, and disappointed at your hero. How could Times Amazing Person of the Year do something like that? The truth may be stranger than you think. What you've just seen is not actually Taylor Swift. Rather, it's what's known as a deep fake. A deep fake is like magic, where someone uses fancy technology to make it look like someone is saying or doing things that they'd never actually say or do. For those of you who aren't familiar with deep fakes, Think of them as a super-advanced version of the face-swapping filters that the social media platform Snapchat offers. Only instead of just swapping faces for fun, deepfakes can be used to create extremely convincing videos of real people saying or doing all sorts of wonderful or terrible things. Deepfakes aren't just harmless pranks. They're so deceiving that they have the potential to harm reputations and perhaps ruin careers. Worse, Although making deepfakes used to be expensive and extremely difficult, now, with the power of AI and some nifty software, almost anyone with a computer can create a fairly reasonable deepfake. How reasonable? Well, let's start with this little tidbit. I am NOT really David. I mean, sure, I obviously look like him and speak convincingly with his voice, but I'm 100% NOT David. David isn't saying these words. In fact, this isn't even a recording of his voice saying these words. Nope. An AI platform constructed his voice saying these words for him. Hashtag creepy. Here, I'll prove it to you. Same voice, right? Only now, I'm a totally different person. Heck, I'm a totally different race and gender. If you want final proof. Here's something that David would never actually say on a public facing video. I eat my own poop. Honestly, it's a long time habit. In fact, I really just like the word poop and sometimes walk around saying it all day long like this. Poopy, poopy, poop, diddy, poop, diddy, poop, poop, poop. Uh, Wow, that was super creepy and kind of shocking. I mean, it's me and I'm watching it and it's kind of shocking. And when I say it's me, I mean this, what you are watching now is the real me and I'll prove it to you. And I'll prove it to you by doing two things that you will never see, at least for the moment, in a deep fake AI, ready? I'm gonna turn around and look to my left and to my right. Right now, that's one thing you never see. Here's another thing you never see. Somebody backing away from the camera? We're going all the way up close to the camera. For the moment, at least now, those things don't happen in a deepfake. I'm guessing they probably will start to happen in the not-too-distant future. Computer programming power is only going to increase with time. The servers that run these deep fake platforms will only increase with time. It's only a matter of time. So learning how to spot a deep fake is gonna start to be really important. For the moment, there are still telltale signs. I've just shared two of them with you. In the future, we're going to need computer algorithms to be able to tell us when we're watching a video if it's real or fake. There's going to need to be a whole other line of technology that springs up now to help regular people like you and me identify when what we're watching isn't real. Which is mind-blowing, but that's where we are. So, how did I do this? Let's get into it. I found a website in a platform called HeyGen. Here's the link. HeyGen doesn't really sell themselves as doing deepfakes. Instead, they sell themselves as a service that will create realistic avatars of yourself. It's a fancy way to get around the issue here. It's still a deepfake. But their selling point is, if you're someone that goes on camera and has to do marketing videos for YouTube, you're constantly talking about products, why go on camera every time you need to pitch a product or make a video? Why not create an avatar of yourself and then use their platform to do the heavy work for you? What is the heavy work? They'll use their avatar processing power to make a video of you say whatever you want it to. In that video that I showed you at the top of this 100th episode, I typed everything out And I uploaded it so that my avatar could say exactly what I wanted it to say. Now, if I were selling a product, perhaps, imagine how easy that would be. And then they add virtual backgrounds. I mean, you can make it as fancy or not as you want. It's a pretty cool idea if you're someone who is in sales. But what if you're just someone who's interested or devious or has malicious motives? Well, I tried to find that out. So I did a search for and found a picture of former President Trump. And I tried to upload that picture so I could create an avatar using someone else's picture. And I got this message from the HeyGen platform. Check this out. So they've got some algorithm into which they have fed other people's biometrics so that they know if you are uploading a picture of someone famous, that they can deny your ability to use that. Okay, that's a pretty good check and balance. How far back does it go, though? Does it go back as far as, say, Richard Nixon? Apparently, the gatekeepers of this platform don't think that a former president who is now dead counts as a famous person. The problem? That lack of oversight doesn't protect that person's actual legacy. If anything, it endangers it. Who knows what someone will say or do with this technology? Perhaps they'd use it to poke fun at the former president or try to help fix a broken and tarnished legacy. We can't predict how deepfake technology will be used, and that's the problem. And that's just for famous people. What about folks like you and me? What about folks who have regular jobs? What about people who can potentially have their reputations or careers ruined because they are caught on tape saying or doing something that they did not say or do? So all of this really begs an important question. What are the safeguards that are in place for this technology? So this part of the video is going to be, sadly, brief. In terms of federal legislation and protection, in the United States, while there have been bills proposed in Congress, none have passed. So at the federal level, there are no protections in regards to AI-generated deepfakes. Most recently, in October of 2023, Ron DeSantis employed this technique. He created an AI-generated fake set of images that seemed to show President Trump hugging and kissing Anthony Fauci. It looked like this. The problem? Both of those images weren't real. Just last year, also in 2023, when current President Joe Biden announced that he was going to be running for re-election, the Republican National Committee, or RNC, released a video showing all kinds of awful scenarios taking place in the United States. Migrants surging over the border. China and Taiwan engaged in war. Bombs falling on US cities. Nuclear apocalypse. However, none of the footage in that ad was real. So what do we do? Legislation is needed. Call up your US senators and your US congressional representatives and let them know that this is needed right now and when you do make clear to them that this isn't just for you it's for them ai deep fake technology cannot just ruin your career and your reputation but it can and probably will be used to ruin their reputation and careers let them know it is required and specifically that it's required to prevent the misuse of this technology. When I say misuse of the technology, I mean it. Don't blame the tech. Technology has been around since the dawn of humanity. Early humans found fire, created the wheel, and they had spears. Those tools then and our tools now can be used either for good or for bad the right type of legislation will encourage the positive use of technology and reward it, and it will punish the misuse or the illegal use of a technology. Remember, you can use a hammer to build a house. You can also use it to do physical harm to someone. We don't make the hammer illegal. What we make illegal is the misuse of the tool technology in general, and AI and deepfakes in specific, I believe, should follow the same rule. All right, so this third and final thing is gonna be a hot take. However, I don't think that technology companies should be allowed to come up with tools that blur the distinction between real and fake without also providing consumers the tools to understand that what they are looking at is either real or fake. But they're never going to do that unless they are forced. This is why the third and final thing I would ask your senators and congressional representatives to pass laws that make it absolutely the company's responsibilities that make these technologies to also create the tools to allow consumers to easily identify real from fake. And here's the thing, it shouldn't be difficult. Doesn't matter what you create digitally. A Microsoft Word document, a photo that you snap with your Android or your iPhone, a video that you create and edit. All of those digital files, every single one of them has digital fingerprints. There are markers on them that identify them in particular ways. It is not that difficult. And the technology companies that are making a profit off of their technology that blurs the distinction between real and fake should be held accountable by law to make sure that consumers know the difference between what is real from what is not real. I don't think that's asking too much. So to end my 100th episode today, I'm simply encouraging you to educate yourself more, to start having these conversations with your family and your friends and your colleagues, and to take appropriate action. Technology is awesome. I wouldn't be making these video episodes and writing this newsletter if it weren't. I've had a lifelong love affair with technology. It's not going to end anytime soon. But we need to understand the power of technology and learn how to create legal and civil safeguards for those technologies and for ourselves. So with that, friends, I hope you've enjoyed and surf safe.